South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. Hello, I'm Aaron, and this is Open Swim with Dan Bonebreak. How's it going, Dan? It's going well. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. So you have a long history of bands here in South Florida. I've most recently gotten to see you as a solo artist the last couple times I've seen you play out. So I kind of want to start from the beginning with how you got to gigging around down here. Well, let's see. My brother, who's a year younger than I, he's a... um He's a drummer, and uh, we started playing together, you know, when we were in high school and everything. Started our first band, like original band, back in 87, and then um, I went away to the Army for a few years, and he really kind of took the band, um, you know, to gigging around South Florida and everything. And then when I got back, uh, after three years in the Army, I got back. They needed a bass player, and uh, so I joined up, and he, he kind of started the whole booking, you know, gigs around town. Um, and I'll say that I, I wrote his coattails for that. <laughs> it's like somebody had to be the, the one that does the organization and the reaching out and stuff. It seems like everybody has their own strengths when it comes to their portion of being in a band. Yeah, and Daryl is definitely, uh, that his strengths are that organization and business side of it, for sure. And um, it definitely worked out well for many of us that have been in and out of bands. For sure. And he's super gung-ho about it, too. Like, he, from the second you talk to him, he's like, so what are we doing next? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah, he, he's one of my favorite people to watch play. I love watching him play. Um, well, because I've been watching him longer than anybody else. So, right. Uh, I still, I still, I still enjoy watching him enjoy uh, enjoy the band. And he just beats the hell out of the drums too. <laughs> he does. He definitely does. And we always take an over under on how many songs before he takes his shirt off. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> so I want to know. Obviously, you have a very wide range of music taste, things that you're interested in. So I kind of want to hear what some of your influences are. A lot of my influences are from, I went to high school in the 80s. So, I mean, some of my favorite bands and bands that I got turned on to, you know, back then were uh, The Replacements, uh, Husker Du, Descendants. So a lot of those bands I've been listening to since the mid 80s, and they really kind of hit me. It was um, it was always great because Daryl has different musical tastes than I do. Right. So he was he was always into you know in the eighties and stuff. He was into what was popular like the hair metal and metal, and he's a little bit more into that type of stuff. I'm into a lot of things that have a lot more melody, which has actually um, done us well um, together and apart. But those were the things I was just interested in were, um, you know, the first time I heard The Descendants, the first time I heard, you know, The Replacements, and then I can I can still remember being in English class and this guy telling me about this band, Husker Du. So all of those things are probably, those are probably my, you know, my biggest influences. Although I will say, you know, as a kid, I grew up listening to old music, older music, and uh, the Beach Boys are, Brian Wilson's kind of what made me want to play bass and be in a band and stuff. They just write such a perfect pop record that it's kind of hard not to, to feel that way, I think. Yeah, you know, there's a record called All Summer Long that when we used to vacation, we used to go to a cabin in Michigan and there was no TV, no phone. We just had a record player. And I used to listen to this record over and over again. And on the flip side, 
it had um, it had the five Beach Boys on it, and they all gave like a little bio. And I'm the oldest of four. I have two other brothers, and then my the youngest is my sister. And I read Brian Wilson's little bio there, and I just it just struck me like I'm the oldest. I can do this. I like playing. You know, uh, I like playing with my brothers. You know, and stuff like that. Like it was just it just inspired me. You know, to sing and and it's probably one of the reasons I picked up bass instead of guitar. Although I always wanted to just play guitar. And uh, you know, I saw via your Facebook page that you play trumpet. I did not know that. Yeah. So um, it's a uh, yeah. Trumpet was my first instrument. Um, when I was ten years old, um, I wanted to take a band class because I wanted to play guitar. And. I was the last to pick an instrument, and there were probably about 30 people in this class, and they all picked marching band instruments. And I wasn't very headstrong then, (laughs) so I totally wussed out, and instead of picking guitar, I chose trumpet because my dad had played trumpet for like a minute when he was a kid. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, so that was the first instrument I learned, and I'm kind of glad I did. I, you know, it taught me a lot of melody. It taught me, you know, I learned how to read music and everything like that. So, um, it was definitely a great gateway to it. Yeah, and I think when you start that way, that like you said, you kind of learn the mechanics of of musicality when you're playing, uh, you know, like a brass or or like a like a quote unquote marching band instrument. My boy is nine, and he started trumpet this year too. Yeah, trumpets. You know, trumpet has a lot of the lead in the band. So that said, my uh, my small ego at the time. Um, <laughs> so uh, so that was always you know we we always got to play a lot of the melody you know and uh, you know you got you got a little bit of that focus. So if you weren't going to be holding a guitar in a rock band, you know, being out front as a marching band playing trumpet solos and stuff like that was was as close as I thought I was ever going to get. But I ended up getting a lot further than that. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Now, do you ever revisit it as an adult? Oh, I play it all the time. Actually, awesome. I get, I get, yeah, I, I get calls. My Daryl always hooks me up. My brother works at um, MAE, so he sells music instruments. And uh, there's people that come in there all the time asking for, you know, people to do session work and stuff like that. He does, although he doesn't need to whatsoever, he always turns them on to me. And, uh, yeah, trumpet plays, it pays really well, you know, uh, in the studio. So, um, no, I still do it. Um, and I, even with Mark Dubin, when we're doing a scaled down version, I bring the trumpet along and, and play along. So oh, that's cool. All right. Well, I learned something new mm-hmm. today. I never would have known that trumpet is it, so in demand as it is. That's so cool. Well, I think it's because there's not as guitar players are probably a dime a dozen, you know, as are bass players and drummers, and, you know, in that regular band outfit type, you know, rock band kind of outfit, getting somebody who can come in and read a chart for trumpet. I don't know. They picked me and, you know, I'm not the best trumpet player, but luckily I've been able to, to get through these studio sessions without too much, you know, um, hassle. I'm sure it makes you a more well-rounded musician too, to be able to kind of bounce back and forth between instruments. Well, it makes me, I, I, that's probably for somebody else to decide. <laughs> um, it definitely makes me want to practice a lot more when, you know, I can be humbled on trumpet or humbled on any other instrument playing with other people. So it definitely um, motivates me and makes me want to, uh, you know, rehearse more. 
things like that. Well, I think the thing, too, is as a creative person, we're always hardest on ourselves, like no matter what the oh, instrument yeah. or whatever the medium is. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> we're I, our number one critic. Yeah, totally. Well, I hear you say, like, well, that's for someone else to decide. But I'm like, man, I've I've seen you play out, and I always enjoy listening to you and watching you perform. So I, I think that... Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, of course. So I think that it's, it's totally subjective to, like, oh, man, I should have done this differently, or I could have done this better. And yeah, you're always kind of in the back of your head and it's hard to get out of your head when you're a creative person too yes can you can get in your own way that's for sure um i i've i've had the i should say i've I've had good luck in being around musicians that always want to be better the next gig you know it hasn't always been that way but i've been around a few and enough of them that you know like as soon as the gig's over you're like all right i could do that better next time i play or Maybe I'm not going to put this song in. I'll put this song in. Things like that. So I, um, I've been surrounded with a lot of people that have um, had that attitude, and you know, thankfully, uh, uh, it's it's helped me um, helped me with you know writing sets or just rehearsing or playing better gigs. Yeah, I definitely think that when you're surrounded by like-minded people and people that want to push to do better, that you know, it rubs off on you. Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's part of the whole joy of um, you know being in the band is surrounded by people that are you know have a different idea, different take on things, trying things, and you're around people that when you're rehearsing, you're probably at your most vulnerable because you're showing things that you've never shown anybody else, and you know you don't know how they're going to take it, and it's a uh, it's a it's a pretty cool creative process. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's actually a good spot for us to transition because I want to talk about now that we're winding down with 2018 and going into 2019, what you're working on and what we can look forward to next. Well, let's see what I'm working on. I've been getting uh, good feedback um, from playing out solo. My band, Grand Orange, we've just uh, called it uh, called it quits a few months ago. I've also been playing, as you know, with Mark Dubin and the Honest Liars. I'm looking forward to playing some shows, uh, you know, getting in around writing some stuff and recording with Mark Dubin and the Honest Flyers, and then probably uh, putting something together, putting something together where, you know, I'm writing the songs and uh, putting another band together or, you know, playing a lot, playing solo out, you know. I just, I just want to keep, you know, writing songs and playing, so I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I've really been enjoying doing both of those things all year long. And, uh you know, especially with being surrounded by a really cool community like we were at the Dan Hosker Music Continuum. You know, I just, uh, I enjoy that scene a lot. Me too. I absolutely, like, that that Night at the Music Continuum was absolutely magical. And I think it's just, you know, the community of people that were surrounded by him and that have come through since are all very, not even just like-minded, but I think everybody's like, we're all, we're all headed the same direction, so let's do it together. Does that make sense? No, for sure. You know, they're, um, they're supportive of everybody, you know, everybody's supportive of each other's, you know, creative output. And in the same breath, they can, you know, take the piss out of you right away. Exactly, you know? yeah. um, because they're, because they're your friends and they probably know you the best. Yep. So, um, I, I enjoy that, you know, dichotomy of it. I really like being around those people, you know, and, uh, the, the fellow musicians and artists and, uh, being able to just be, you know, ask, shoot, just being asked to be a part of it was uh, a really uh, inspiring thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I've really enjoyed 
seeing you guys play in your most recent incantation of Honest Liars with Mike Vulo. I'm like, I told Mark, I'm like, you guys clicked better that night than any of the other times I've seen you. I don't know if it's just the chemistry of all of you together or what it is that's making it work, but I think that's the best set that I've seen of you guys yet. Oh, thank you. Well, that was uh, one rehearsal. <laughs> and um, that was one rehearsal. And I think we just went out. I think, you know, the atmosphere also uh, helped with that. Right. And uh, putting your best foot forward, you know, and being surrounded by so many friends and, you know, good vibes there. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike's an amazing musician and uh, singer. I, I think he can pick he can pick up anything and play it so uh, and play it really well. So, uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed that as well. And looking forward to doing a lot more with Mark's songs and, you know, getting in the studio and getting something out. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Dan, for joining me this afternoon. I really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Aaron. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Take it easy. Have fun on your trip. All right. Have a great holiday, okay? Thanks. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye.